were so caught up in the giant slaying. It wasn't Goliath that, that caused uh, David to turn his back on God. It was this thing he did with Bathsheba. And let's not go blaming Bathsheba, bro. Because it wasn't Bathsheba that put up a poster and said, hey, David, come look at me. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating social norms and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. This is Overflow, the extended conversation covering life, today's newsbreakers, and the occasional banter with the most interesting members of the human species. Signaling from the conservative chasm of Central Valley, California, it's the outlaws your conscience warned you about. Let's welcome your hosts, Loto and Phil Bill. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the home of the uh, lightly snowed Central Valley. It is episode number 30. Oh, man, that's crazy. 30. Amen, bro. Man, Phil, how you doing, bro? Great, great. Okay. Uh, great to be back in 30. Do you know that the symbolism of number 30 is tied to balance and equilibrium? Oh, yeah. Okay. It encourages you to find balance in life. I don't know, both physically uh, and emotionally. Kind of deep worth the number 30. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Philip, for that horoscope reading. That's awesome, bro. <laughs> Doesn't it sound I like kind of like that spirit? But, but <laughs> that was right. That's from Google. I have no oh, idea. Oh, I thought you something. got out of a fortune cookie or something. Yeah. And, and I was trying to figure out how to say 30 in Samoan and I cannot pronounce it. You yet. said it earlier. Tolu se fulu. Yeah. Okay. Almost. Almost. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so man, 30, I, I was actually thinking of a movie as the word 30. Oh, yes, right. You're one of your favorite movies, right? Well, I, I'm, I'm still kind of hurt that it wasn't in the top of five. It was like at the Not bottom the top of the 10. list. Like, it was like number 15 or 16, yeah. some of those lists. I uh, 13 going on 30. Yeah, that's just a fun movie. That's I yeah. real likes that movie. You know, I, I, I watch it when she watches it, but it's a really cool throwback, right? Yeah, you know, got a lot Garner. of good. Yeah, you know. But speaking of, you know what, man? Before we go on, man, yeah. let's, let's give the show drip, bro, because we got an awesome show. Uh, great lineup for today. Some some topics from the crazy uh, appearance from Woody Harrelson. They actually calling him crazy some on some sides on SS, SNL, mm-hmm. and then of course the conspiracy theory that is no longer a theory but proven uh, from the DOE. And of course, uh, we'll be having talking about some pop culture. Uh, Marky Mark is in the news talking about his faith. And there's some uh, things happening in Hollywood and a lot of other things we want to touch bases on and some major wins for parents, girls sports. Praise the Lord. And of course, uh, so, uh, for some kids, some yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk about that and a whole lot more on the show today. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, bro. You know, and speaking of uh, uh, 13 going to 30, yeah. we finally got to watch a movie that uh, I know Ely and, and Rhea has been wanting to watch. It was uh, the Whitney movie, bro. The, the Whitney. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, that's right. Have I keep on forgetting. I put that on my my list, but I keep on forgetting about that. Yeah. Did it do it justice for Whitney? Mm, for for the parts that I watched, I, I was kind of in and out. I, I was I was I was in the middle uh-huh. of some things, but no, it, it it was it was good. I to be honest with you, bro. To be honest with you, yeah. I, I I couldn't really watch it. Why? Um, only because, uh, like, the, the music, for some reason, the music bought a lot of just, it was really weird, bro. So, you know, music, man. Music yeah. takes anybody, you know, to different places. Uh, it's, your it's memories, a very powerful yeah. thing, yeah. you know. But for me, it, it's even more because of the blindness thing, mm. you know. But, but just some of those songs, like, I don't know what it was, but it, it really got me to, like, 
Like just, I couldn't mm-hmm. watch it. You know, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to watch. I, it, it didn't bring up in crazy memories. Yeah. It was just for some reason when, man, I mean, and those are songs that I love, bro. I always know? love you. Or, yeah. Right you know, after you, what is it? When, I think I just identified what it was. What's that? For everything else, you know, it was my teenage years and up, yeah. you know, that right there, I was, I was a lot younger. So about, yeah. so it was a lot more childhood memories. I think. That's why it was so hard. You know, those, I, those uh, are probably the times that I missed the most, you know? Yes. Um, so anyways, man, but yeah, we got to watch it. It was good. Uh, like I said, it was in and out, but there was another movie that we watched. Okay. Oh, I heard man, about that. I saw bro. a lot of our friends posting yes. things. An, an event. You guys made it a premiere to that movie. Yes. That, and I thought it was maybe Avatar. Maybe it was a, a Marvel man, one, but bro. no, it wasn't. It was what was it? It was Jesus Revolution. Jesus Revolution. For those of you that haven't gone to watch it, you know, I'm telling you right now, I don't want to give it all away. You gotta go watch yeah. it. Philville, I I'll be very honest. And I and I've been very honest about, you know, with Christian movies, you know. Yeah. And and again, I'll be even more honest. It's a lot like what Christian rap used to be. Mm, corny. Yeah, you, corny, oh, bro. Yeah, just t- corny. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, just just man, like kind of cringy a little bit, right? And we're in denial you back know, then too, that it wasn't well. But- but it was no, even back then, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, and, and it's, it's what really got us, uh, you know, off the bench and start writing music, you know, yeah. because like, man, this cannot be the best. Now, now these were powerful as, as corny as we thought it was, they were still very powerful music. Yeah. You know, they still changed lives and everything, you know, but no. And then when it comes to Christian movies, kind of the same st- uh, stigma. True. But no, bro, this one was amazing. Man, I gotta watch you know, that. You I have got, to. Yeah, got to take Naomi, bro. A lot of great moments. And even me, I had kids there too. So yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I saw people really enthusiastic about it, and and it's reached now what fifteen million dollars yeah. mm-hmm. in the box office. It I outdid mean, its expectations. Yeah. Yeah. It, for a Christian movie, yeah. it's great. I mean, we celebrate that, but for any movie reaching fifteen any million, movie. yeah. So it's any movie, and I guess Frasier is on it. Fraser, right? I was blown away. I found out after, after yeah. I watched it, that it was Fraser. That was really encouraging to me because with Fraser, he, he a lot of stuff that he was doing that that last I knew they were getting pretty dark. That's Kelsey Grammer. Is Kelsey that Grammer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Framer. You know, uh, Kelsey Grammer. You know, you know, a lot of his projects were, were getting pretty dark. You know, so when I found out, I was like, wow, I was really interested by that. And then I heard about the infamous now or the famous um, Kelly or yeah, Kelly and Ryan interview. Oh really? Oh, bro! So they interviewed him, and uh, he said, "Like they were watching the clip, you know, uh, the promotion clip, and she could barely even talk, bro. I mean, he was just really emotional about it, and it really hit him. But I loved what what what, the reason why he was very emotional. He said, "Those are those are times when we just loved each other. Those were times when we just looked in each other's eyes, and like he said, we're not, you know, we we're not there anymore. And it he was just." So sad, you know, but I really thank God, bro, because like like some of the stuff we're going to talk about today, we are coming back. You know, God yeah. is is definitely moving, you know, and, and man, we see it in the Asbury revivals. You know, we see it just across board, man. You know, so, yeah, bro, it, it was awesome, man. Anyways, you got some things coming well, up yourself. Well, we're going back to that movie. Just mm-hmm. I just hear here reporting on Collider.com. Uh, we said it, a moment ago, $15 million. It, it was estimated reaching in three day domestic debut. It was third, just right behind Ant-Man and the Wasp. And uh, a cocaine bear, I have no idea. Cocaine bear smashed the box office. Yeah. Like, yes, cocaine bear. That is a is actually a true story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cocaine bears. You know, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a crazy story. Yeah, a cocaine. I mean, a bear actually really did cocaine. Now, 
You know, it's it's a. Uh, I don't think I, I'm really confused, but I, I don't yeah. even know what the movie's about. I'm missing something here, I guess. That's what it's about. It's about a bear uh, that did cocaine. Okay, I I was yes. more. You know, I did watch Ant Man and the Wasp. We celebrated our anniversary oh, that's again. Good. Yeah, we, yes, happy anniversary. Yeah, guys. so it, we had a great time watching Amen. that movie. It's been a while, of course, with us. A toddler is not always the easiest thing to get up and go and and see a movie. But thank God for again mother laws and. And then happening in, she loving our on our daughter. But yeah, we had a great time. I'm glad you saw Jesus the the resurrection. I that's on my list. How was that, man? Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I, it was mixed reviews, but hey, uh, I I have my own reviews. If I could just ha- have fun, I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. It does set a lot of things up for those that yeah. do follow. So yeah. I think it's a very integral part. And and you saw that one too. Okay, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's our producer here. right yeah. here. Who yeah. you know, I want to shout out for making us look good every week. And you were talking about some time you had in prayer. You had a prayer yeah, event. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, we had on Saturday, Pastor put a uh, empower your prayer clinic on in on Saturday morning, and uh, man, it was just some powerful stuff. Matter of fact, I think I'll share about that more. You know, towards the end of the show, but it was a very very powerful time, bro. And it's so crazy because again, man, I've been I've been serving God, man. They um, say what twenty eight years, you know, and you think after that, I mean, you, you know. There's not a whole lot to learn about prayer, but I'll tell you what, don't kid yourself. There's always something to learn when it comes to the things of God. Yeah. I definitely learned something that I, I I can't wait to share about. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's about that time. You ready? It's time for. It's your news makers and breakers. So, bro. Uh, yeah. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I guess it was a little thing that happened. A little thing? I don't know. There's a call for cancellation already. Man, it it happens fast. Breitbart is, uh, if you why saw it, Breitbart is uh, reporting the article. Man. says, Rudy Harrelson attacked for joke about vaccines mandate Big Pharma on Saturday Night Live. Everybody on both sides of the controversy is... Uh, up in arms. I, I, I applaud free speech, but he's trying to be, they're going to try to silence him already. Right. So, so explain to the family, bro, who might not even know what's going on. Okay. You know, like what, what's, what happened with Woody? Part of his monologue, Woody Harrelson calls out a, a, a joke on Saturday night, on night. Saturday night yes. live uh, saying he has an idea for a movie. And that movie is, is he goes on saying the biggest drug cartels in the world. Imagine this get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians mm. and force all the people in the world to mm. stay locked in. He goes on about making them take drugs mm-hmm. and, and making money. He's basically implying that, you know, they're, he, they're in cahoots with the government mm. and the people are calling, uh, saying both sides again, uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, even a New York post, which I like a lot of things in New York Post, is <laughs> puts Woody Harrelson blows up on SNL with COVID anti-vax conspiracy theory during monologue. Huh. And guess what? The Rolling Stones, same thing. Woody Harrelson spreads anti-vax conspiracy dur- conspiracies during SNL. Uh, they're, they're in tune. That is so crazy, bro. So he was looking at a script that actually said, like, imagine if the cartel bought up all the media. Like, you know, <laughs> you predicted this. I mean, you're... <laughs> Point that out. Pfizer behind every commercial, right? Brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by. I wish. Oh gosh, bro! I, I forgot to send you the clip. Mm-hmm. There's a video that uh, that someone made, and it has all of those clips back to back for like two, three minutes, bro. Sponsored uh-huh. by Pfizer. Sponsored by Pfizer. So yeah, this is crazy, man. Um, it, it's 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 really really uh, encouraging to see this, bro, because we're starting to see the page turn. But it's like, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. 
They want the page to turn so that they don't have to deal with the accountability. I'm sorry. No, get ready for the accountability. You know, uh, Woody Harrison, I, I, I'm pretty sure I don't agree with all of his politics. But yeah. my goodness, this was pretty bold, brother. Yeah, it, it was funny. I mean, he made a joke. I can't even do it justice, but he was talking about he, he's a purple. He's red and blue mm-hmm. kind of in the middle. Like he's for Second Second Amendment, a pro gun. But l- the blue side of him is like more for water guns. So I'm like, okay, wow. all right. <laughs> that <laughs> is funny, bro. Yeah. I've always liked Woody Harrison, though, as, as you know, with his project, his uh, Cheers. Uh, shows, Cheers, all oh, of from classic. Cheers, bro. And, you know, I was thinking yesterday, like, who would ever thought uh, Woody, the guy from behind, you know, the bar on Cheers mm-hmm. would make such a humongous splash like he did this weekend, you know, on SNL. So big ups, you know, to Woody Harrison. I'm not sure if he meant to really call them out. Because at the end of that that little uh, that little thing, he said, you know, he, he, he I think he tried to make it sound uh, dismissive, you know, mm-hmm. but it's too late. The cat's already in a bag. We're going to see a lot more things family come out on this whole COVID thing and all that. So uh, just just be ready. Get some popcorn because it's about to get very interesting. Hello, Tony Fauci. So, bro, I don't know if you saw on CNN, man, but uh, there was a, a host on there. That, you know, speaking of, of people coming out and really just exposing things, revealing things, um, it's a very revealing month, bro. Like we're going to do at the end of the month on revealing the rainbow. Yeah. Anyways, so so this uh, so this host, you know, talks about the situation that we're dealing with in East Palestine in Ohio. And she's talking about the way that, you know, people are being treated because of uh, their presumed um, uh, political you know persuasion. So. Let's go ahead and look at the video and see what she has to say. It's really powerful, bro. For the neoliberals who say that the residents of that area deserve what they they are getting because they voted for President Donald J. Trump, it is abhorrent. Mm. This is about poverty. This is about poor working class white people who are enduring some of the same things that poor working class black people endure, whether it's Flint, Cleveland, or Jackson, Mississippi. And so I want to lay it out. The cultist behavior in politics right now, it is a sin and a shame that when people are suffering to this magnitude, you got people who will fix their mouths, to quote my grandmother, to say that they are getting what they deserve. What they deserve is clean air, clean food, clean water. They deserve relief, both in the short term and also in the long term. I've never wanted to hug somebody so bad. I mean, it's it's yes and amen. Yes, amen. You know, and she made, she made some amazing points. I mean, what? What, what do you have to say about that, bro? People's safety, family safety, kids' safety, our neighborhoods is not a right or left thing. It's hum- humane. It's human. It's compassion. They're crying out, help us, and nobody is there in the power of the government to help out. They're out there spending a lot of money other places, and they're crying out, please help us. I love the purity you know, in her heart and in her, her voice as she's you know, uh, really pointing this out. Very brave, very courageous when it comes to us and our side of things. Let's let's also be the you know, have the same courage to call out our own folks because she's clearly calling out her, you know. Well, I, I can't I can't just assume what her political affiliation is, you know, but this is on CNN and I'm so I'm just really glad, bro. She stepped up and she called, you know, a spade a spade, you know, and you said it. These are things that transcends politics. We're seeing this about the government shutting things down. You know, for a long time, we saw in 2020, way back when, uh, there was a lot of things shut down on the internet, on social media. Uh, you can even have the right point of view on on news 
to discuss where did COVID come from. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden there's a lot of reports mm-hmm. from the media, even ABC news, mm-hmm. COVID origins, most likely lab leak agency reportedly says mm-hmm. most likely and NBC watch this U S energy department assesses with low confidence. COVID may have originated from Chinese lab leak. Yeah, man, it's just like all of a sudden, I got to read this one. CNN, U.S. Energy Department assesses COVID-19 likely resulted from lab leak. Further, U.S. intel divided over virus origin. Well, they're silencing us back then. And it's revealed. Yes. And there was evidence back then. There wasn't something we, a lot of us talked about. There was, there was a, you saw on, on Tucker, the the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to talk to her. There were, there were, she was from, she was from the Wuhan lab. There was a lot of whistleblowers, actually, you know, that weren't allowed to speak. And it wasn't that they were silent because, bro, these people were not silent. It, you know, uh, uh, they came out and told us completely uh, opposite story here that, oh, no, it wasn't Wuhan. It wasn't a leak thing. It was totally natural. You had Tony Fauci uh, up there, you know, saying, you know, that it was it was naturalized. You know, <laughs> it was from a bat and. You know, all of that, you know, and so people try to get the word out. You had Naomi Wolf. You had all, all these different uh, conservative media trying to expose the truth about this. And that's the thing, bro. These people are acting like, oh, we're just barely finding out that it might be for the Wuhan. No, we've been knowing it, it was for, I mean, it was from the Wuhan lab, you know, but now, you know, now that uh, there's a different party in charge, there's a different sheriff in town, um, i.e. Congress. Now they have to come forward with all these, uh, all the evidence, you know, remember, remember how we follow the science? Yeah. Follow the silence. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's more like science fiction. Yes. They're calling us, but no, it's pure, yeah. pure science. And the report that's just been released, that's mm-hmm. been, it's newly found. This is something the president should have an oval address saying they found the culprit. But, he, but, but he's saying something else, right? <laughs> really? What really? What is he saying? The honor of what? Uh, the the Black History Month. What yeah. was it? Yeah, it was crazy. Black History Month. We celebrate Black History Month. Great. Um, but he says, it, even as a white man, I, I'm not stupid or something like that. I wow. Heard, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Oh, that's what he's uh, worried about right now, and that he should. We should hear in other words about the, this Wuhan lab leak. Yep. Yep. And he's never talked to the president Xi about this at all. No. Is anybody going to be held accountable? Well, we'll see, bro. Again, there's a different sheriff in town. So, Philville, speaking of absent um, mm-hmm. leadership, you know, we have Joe Biden over there in Ukraine. Well, you have this whole thing with um, East Palestine. Uh, obviously, Joe Biden's not in Ukraine anymore. But the point is just the absence in leadership here. Matter of fact, I take that back. There is one leader that was present, wasn't there? Talking about former leaders too. Mm-hmm. We had we did discuss a little bit about last time, but mm-hmm. you know the the Trump, the Trump uh, outrageous. What do you call it? the Trump Trump Durain syndrome? Yep, is still on, still going because SNL did a skit with them making fun of him giving back. He was helping people. Maybe you could argue it was a photo op. Okay, but you know what? I I sense sincerity. He was going out of his way, pallets and pallets of water and uh, helping. But where is everybody else? I guess it wasn't, a, 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 you know, it wasn't up to the um, to the uh, likings of, uh, you know, mainstream media here because he didn't have sirens, you know, oh, uh, for sound raids. Yeah. yeah air, you know, all, all of that. You know, maybe that's why it didn't reach to, you know, their their expectation, you know. But, man, I mean, again, where are all the leaders? Pete Buttigieg just finally showed up. He's in hot waters for a whole other thing. That, that's another that'll take a whole other show to get into, you know. But, man, I, I believe by the time that we're recording this, it's day 
what is this day 25 mm. where's greta dunberg uh not john, there nope um uh, day 25 uh where's john Kerry? not there crickets where's uh al gore where's the the, the climate king warrior flying private know? jets yeah you know yeah where not there is day 25 and where are these people at exactly where are these people they're suffering the water they're they're calling it now a chemical bronchite chemical bronchitis is what they're deeming it because they're having a lot of troubles breathing if animals are dying and us as mammals are are yeah we're bigger and, and stronger but it's gonna have lasting effects for decades to come they say it's so sad bro it's and and i just couldn't believe they're out there trying to convince people that everything is okay and now that we're starting to see people get sick marky mark Marky Mark, and he's making a mark in the industry <laughs> regards to his faith. Yep, I know it's a uh, good vibrations. Nope, it's a uh, it's good uh, evangelism. He's taking his, taking a stand on his faith. He's being uh, held as somebody who is saying, "I'm in the middle of the industry." Mark Wahlberg opens up about his faith, reflects on the special moment God called him home. Mm-hmm. Lolo, I don't know. You heard a lot about this. He was on on a lot of the different media, and he is saying he is. Uh, Wants to take a stand. He he doesn't want to compromise, and it goes back to he dealt some time dealt with some personal issues in prison. Yeah, and he gave his heart to God. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, this is this is a story that's really close to my heart. You know, um, some people will say, "Oh, why? You know, why is he talking about his religion now? You know, it's com- you know, it's pretty convenient, you know, and all that." But no, this, this, Mark's actually been talking about this for a long time. I believe his uh, his troubles, you know, led him to I believe juvenile hall actually. Mm. You know, and uh, that's where he really had an encounter, you know, um, and a come to Jesus moment, you know. And so it's really encouragement. I I, 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 I really uh, appreciate his work. You know, uh, he's one of my favorite actors, you know, and all that, you know. But this is just, you know, th- this here, him sharing his story does not surprise me. And it is. It's it's great timing. We're, we're in the middle of what is it? The uh, Lent, you know, or the 40 days, you know, uh, you know, that, that some of our brothers and sisters, you know, in, in the Lord, you know, are going through, you yes. know, and it's a, it's a tradition that's been here for, for a long time, you know, but no, anytime, anytime we can hear anybody share their faith, like Mark does, you know, in, in this interview, it's always awesome. And that's, that's why I wanted to talk about it today. Yeah. And he was expressing gratitude right there on Fox and Friends weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about that his religion, his relationship with God, mm-hmm. telling that it has provided him with a world of opportunity. And I know he was referring yeah. to not just uh, his, his status or his money, but really an opportunity to be a witness. Yeah. Faith. That's a, That's a really cool. And you hear this in a lot of uh, celebrities who has, you know, a, a relationship with Christ, you know, like, you know, that, that man, they're really not ashamed to share their faith, you know, um, that, that, you know, when, especially when they see that their friends are in need and they know somebody that can meet that need. And uh, there is a rivalry taking place in Hollywood. The great uh, or the infamous, famous multi-million followers on Instagram and social media, Haley and Selena, the the current wife and the current wife, the only the wife of Bieber himself, and the former uh, long-term relationship we had with Selena. His eyebrow raising first world crisis is taking place. Little, you had a lot to say about your uh, the music listened to and your favorite artist. <laughs> he just said it, bro. He just said his eyebrow raising first world crisis. Like, really? These girls are, are complaining about eyebrows. Like, that's what in, in a world <laughs> where you have people getting sick, you know, with this toxic thing, 
You got Ukraine going on. You got all these things going on, and they're they're you know this is what they're complaining about. You know, but I I, I did I did find it uh, cool that Selena Gomez you know opted to just you know step away from social media. You know, and uh, yeah, folks, this is the world that we live in. We have some wins taking place here in the United States. We've been fighting and standing and talking about uh, parents' rights, kids' rights, and of course, uh, our kids in sports specifically. And uh, we're getting some wins. In in Florida, we had the Disney versus DeSantis battle. And there was a win. They finally passed and DeSantis got what he was asking for. And this is what this bill is that was signed was revoking Disney's self-governing power. Mm-hmm. This became on the heels of the great debate on how Disney was interjecting uh, against, uh, they weren't standing for parents, right? Did I say it right? Yeah. Uh, Lotto, your response to that oh, madness. Big, big win for DeSantis. You know, this is this is great. Really a big win for parents there in Florida. Yes, a great big win there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another great win in Vermont, uh, Christian High School, school mm. girls sports basketball team. Watch this, forfeits playoff playoff because transgender student on opposing team jeopardizes the fairness of oh, the game yes. and safety of players. Why? Because there is a transgender uh, player on the roster hmm. and they forfeit it. They, a playoff game. Yes. No, I, you know, and, and it sounds like a loss because they took a loss, but, but yeah, I think the win here is that somebody finally stood up, you know, and, and, and not so much it, we're, again, not standing against transgenderism, but actually standing up for fairness, you know, I know I'd throw a fit myself, bro. If I found out my girls had to compete against a boy, you know, that that's uh, honestly genetically, scientifically, you know, biologically and practically in every single physical way yeah. is a lot more advanced, you know, than, than, than our girls, you know, uh, of the same age group. Um, so, no, this is a big win because they, they stood up. Now, the sad thing is, Phil, why did it take the girls to finally stand up? Who allowed this to get to this point and that, that that's the sad part is that is that now our kids are having to you know stand up for these things they're quoted in saying allowing biological males to participate in women's sport yeah set a bad precedent for the future of women's sports in general big win for girl sport Lodo, we have a next story here is very heartbreaking but we yes. actually we can celebrate some things yeah it's definitely it definitely a, a big win but also heart-wrenching at the same time you know we have an 11 year old boy who's uh standing before I believe it's a school district, right? Yeah. And uh, and, and he's meeting, making yeah. a point. He's, he's making a statement. And really, again, why are we leaving these kids to defend themselves? But here's an 11 year old, and I and we got to warn you, it's it gets pretty graphic. Uh, we we did do our best to to clean things up, but I I think you'll understand why. Hi, my name's Knox Zajac. Uh, I'm 11 years old, and I go to Windham Middle School. I'm a sixth grader. I was in the library, and This book was on a stand. I'd like to read you a page. My back over my hips as I ask if we should take off, take our clothes off. And he's saying yes before I finish my sentence. He's pulling off my t-shirt, laughing when I can't undo his shirt buttons. He's undoing my belt. I'm reaching into his bedside drawer for a condom. We're kissing again. We're rolling over. Obviously, you can see where this is going. I don't know if it's because we're feeling especially emotional or just tired or these past couple of weeks have been too much but this reminds me so much of the first time we had sex we were both terrified now this book was at my middle school and it was on a stand when i rented it out to show my dad it uh the librarian asked if i wanted more and if i wanted a graphic novel version 
that's pornography right there in our schools. And he asked them if he wanted a graphic novel of it. Again, mom and dad, young people, it's very sad because why is it at this point? Why are we still talking about this? When, when, when does it stop? This, this is something we've been talking about for half a year already, you know, since the inception of this show, actually. We've been addressing these things. And now we're at the point where an 11-year-old, to make the point even more clearer, has to get before the school board and actually read this book for himself to make the point. When's enough enough? When, when, when are we going to be done with this? Like, when, when? We're talking about books. It's as simple as going to the libraries and removing these dangerous books. Not all the books, but these books. So... Yeah, I feel well, you know, again, man, you know, it's, 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 it's a win because things are being exposed, but it, it, it's, it's really sad because again, bro, we have our kids who have to defend themselves, you know, thank God for the parents who's getting behind them. But uh, why are we still talking about this? We shouldn't not have yeah. to talk about it, but it should make parents upset to fight. We should use this as to take a stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go down and just over and over. But what can we do as our as for our kids? You, you know, and, and the thing is, also, mom, dad, you heard what he read. You, you you heard it. How does that make you feel? It is totally not okay. If it is not okay for you to hear this kid read something like that over the radio, why do we still allow the books to be in the libraries? Again, Philville, when are we going to step up so to bring an end to this already? Breitbart is reporting Tennessee legislator passes bill to ban medical gender transitions on children. Awesome. And this is a huge win. Yes. Why is it? Because they're blocking, uh, they're blocking the actual blockers of puberty. They're blocking the, the hormone, ther- the hormone therapy, mm-hmm. uh, the, the surgical operations. We just call them mutilations here. Right. Yeah. And they are now signing that. And there's, there's uh, uh, yeah, people, the other side, I mean, they're saying stuff like, well, we're not affirming them. No, we're we we are reinforcing our values of our family and our kids, and and there's that's just one right there. But it, it goes on beyond yes. beyond that because yes. Tennessee's same. I don't know if it's the same bill. I, I'm not sure about that, but passes a bill to ban drag shows in front of kids. So all awesome. all of that awesome. skin showing everything yes. that's happening, the, the grotesque, grotesque strips and all the things that we wouldn't let our kids. Big win. Big win for parents. Very up for parents. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Right there. Brings that stuff to an end. You know, man, thank God. Right on, Nashville. Well, that's it for. It's your news makers and breakers. Man, wow. Phil, uh, amazing news makers and breakers. You know, there, there's an event that we have coming up, Phil. We mentioned it before, uh, but I think uh, we, we should push it a little bit harder now that we're getting closer to it. On March 25th at uh, Cornerstone, we're putting on an event. It's called uh, Revealing the Rainbow. Um, this this event um, is definitely addressing this issue with uh, transgenderism. And uh, it's it's a, it's something that we've been praying for for a long time. And uh, Pastor, man, he's, he's put together a, a great event to really help us uh, to, to get a better understanding. And then also on how to navigate, approach, you know, and uh, really uh, how to respond, you know, to, to the, this issue. You know, because um, a lot of times if we don't if we don't understand something, our response is probably not going to be the best. All in all, Philville, we know, you know, like we talk about Kingdom Talk all the time with, with Dennis yeah. McCord, you know, that man, our, our response should always be done in love. You know, 
but I, I'm, I'm excited about this event. It's uh, it's going to be a very powerful one. Uh, matter of yeah. fact, it's going to be powerful because of the guests that we, yeah. we, we have coming, brother. Yeah, it, it looks like a great lineup. I love that it says Revealing the Rainbow. I love the tagline, the dark side of the rainbow. Yeah. Some great speakers from Jeff Doman. He's a former homosexual married with now with three kids. Yep. He's a pastor and, a pastor, and yeah. author. And then there's here from the Valley, here Central Valley, yes. Holy Cole, former yes. transgender male, mm-hmm. a biological female. Yeah. And then Kevin Witt, is that correct? Kevin Witt, former mm-hmm. transgender female, biological male. And then uh, Chris Olson, former Lesbian Ladies Professional Golf Association. Yeah. So let's say a great lineup. Right? It's uh, here in the Valley. It's great that people are shining the light. And, and Pastor Franklin and Cornerstone yes. always does a great job in, in bringing the forefront the issues of what's happening here in the community. Praise God, bro. Thank you for, for the information. You know, uh, Chloe, Chloe Cole, she was that one field that we, we spoke about, you know, months yes. ago. You know, who, uh, who, man, I mean, her story is, is tragic, but I thank God because what the devil meant for evil, God meant for good. You know, now she's out there really exposing the truth and the reality of, of this life altering, you know, decision, right? She, yeah. she went through a process and surgery to, uh, that really is, is going to keep her from having, you know, from really experiencing motherhood, you know? Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a great event. Here's the heart behind it. You know, one thing that that I really thank God that Pastor really wanted to make sure is that we get the voices of those who's actually been here. Now, Philville, you know, um, yeah. you, you you've never you know went through any transgender, you know, <laughs> affirmation thing. Not that I think uh, uh, I'm pretty sure, you know. But seriously, you know, I, you know, and none of us know about this. You know, yeah, none of us has any personal experience. We we, we have. You know, in proxy, you know, we might know people, you know, but Pastor wanted to make sure that he brings people, you know, who, yeah. who can share their own experiencing experiences that that way you can hear it from them, you know, and they can share with us, you know, what it's like, you know, yeah. and, and help us and, you know, to be better ready, you know, to, to really love on people who are in this situation. I was at an event in Selma. Pastor Franklin spoke there at uh, with Dennis McCourt. Crisis in the classroom. Crisis in the classroom. Yes. So uh, Jeff Doman was Pastor there. Jesse, yes. Yeah. He, he and he he spoke. Oh and, yeah. And so he shared his story and a massive powerful testament. Mm-hmm. I think I think what this event does and coupling with that one is showing how to live in a world where we're again we're not of the world. You know what I mean? And we're being a light. And and how do we address these issues? How do we love them? Like you're, you're talking about. Yeah. How how do we then prevent our kids from being indoctrinated into the wrong side of, or being indoctrinated into this, uh, this wokeism. It's so easy to uh, word to say, but uh, just this indoctrination of just anti, anti God, anti Christian uh, values. Praise God, bro. You know, it's so awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's this, um, I, I don't know if you heard of it, man, but there's this whole big thing about national divorce, you know, that mm-hmm. the rest of, uh, you know, the, the America is giving up on New York and California because, you know, we're so dark blue, you know, and, and, you know, and so liberal that we're beyond salvation, I guess. But it's right here in the heart of California that we're having, you know, this conference, bro. And it's and it's so awesome, man. I, I'm so excited about this. You know, it's going to help so many people out, you know, but I, I love the fact that it's right here, brother. Yes. In the conservative chasm of California. So, man, speaking of uh, conferences, you know, and Pastor Philville, like I mentioned earlier, family, um, you know, I, I, I got to be a part of a, a pastor's Empower Your Prayer um, a clinic. And and there's something that I walked away with that I want to share with everybody. You know, something that I learned. You know, pastor talked about uh, quite a lot, as, as he would during the prayer clinic. Talked about the, uh, you know, he, he, we walked through the Our Father, which arts in heaven prayer. 
many people call that the the Lord's prayer when really it, it's, it's more appropriately, it's the disciples prayer, you know? And, uh, and then when we got to, you know, the part where, uh, uh, lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, pastor started going into uh, talking about the armor of God found there in Ephesians chapter six, uh, 13, you know, through, through 18, talked about the buckle of truth, talked about, you know, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, shield of faith, you know, and then uh, shotting your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Phil, there's something I want to share with the family and I think it's going to be a great tool, you know, because yeah. it's something that I really didn't appreciate. And and it's and it's it's this the shotting of your feet or putting on the shoes of the readiness of the gospel, as yeah. other verses uh, describe it, right? And, and and so whenever I used to read that, I always I I realized it had to do with preparation. <clears throat> so I didn't really realize how much until this last weekend. You know, when he was talking about, you know, uh, about the shield of faith and all those things, I, I I love all the pieces of the armor of God. But but this weekend, I walked away with a little bit more appreciation for the shouting of your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know, bro, for the most part, man, um, when it comes to struggles and when it comes to, to things I, I deal with and all that, it's not so much the giants, Phil, in, in my life that, that I have a hard time with. Well, the hardest time. With. I, I do have a hard time with them, you know. But, I mean, you know, my faith in God and, and the maturity God's given me, I'm able to lob off the giant's head. I can cut a giant's head off, you know. I didn't realize it was the stinking little Bathsheba's <laughs> that gets the best of me. Yep. And, 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 you know, whenever we talk like that, people just jump right away to lust. I'm not just talking about lust, though. I'm talking about what I'm saying, little bit. I'm talking about the little things because a lot of times we're so caught up in the giant slaying. It wasn't Goliath that that caused uh, David to turn his back on God. It was this thing he did with Bathsheba. And let's not go blaming Bathsheba, bro, because it wasn't Bathsheba that put up a poster and said, "Hey, David, come look at me." You know, no, David did it on his own, right? But it was the it's the little things, it's the little tiny things, bro, that really gets me, brother. I, I gotta confess, bro. It, it you know. Uh, because I'm not aware, you know, where my feet are going, yeah. you know, and, 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 and yes, blind or not blind goes beyond being blind. I stub my toes and, and I've always realized that I've, even when, when, when I talk about shouting of the peace, you know, preparation of God's peace, you know, it's, it's, yes, it's to keep your toes from getting hurt when you stub it. Right. Yeah. But I caught what some of those dirt and so some of those rocks are for me. What some of you know, so, some of those things are for me that I stub my toes and that I really didn't pay attention to. And it was when Pastor said uh, at one point in the, in the clinic, he said, uh, he said, you know, people are going to offend me. He said, there's things that people are going to do and I might be offended. He said, so he's, he said, so I learned to, in my prayer time to be ready to forgive. Oh, bro. Man, yeah. That really just rocked my world, man. And, and it just bought the light. And then even more so when he started talking about the armor of God, because when he said that, I was like, you know what? That's what I need to do. But then when we started talking about the shoes, right? And man, the Holy Spirit at the same time was talking to me about this. You know, it's like, Lotto, that's your problem. And I started thinking, I was like, you know what? That is so true, bro. Because I could be getting ready for an event, Phil. And it's a, a I know it's going to be a powerful event. God's got me ready. I'm ready to go. But bro, I'm ready to go execute whatever needs to be executed. Yeah. I just wasn't ready for the attitude so-and-so was going to throw my way. Ah, oh, that's so true. 
<laughs> Those of us in ministry to get it, get that. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. Talk about it. Oh yeah, and then you know maybe it was me giving you the attitude or something. Oh, anybody, no, yeah. Anybody. But my point yeah. is just like I love that you said. What was it? It's not the giants, and I love how mm-hmm. Paul says it was in Second Corinthians uh, about the thorn. The yeah. thorns and and Ooh. the thorns in the flesh and, and it was giving me what was he say giving me in the flesh a messenger of Satan, uh, Satan to harass me Man. to keep me from being conceited. I think that's what it is. It's just like yes. I'm about keeping ourselves humble. Yeah. Uh, but that I love how what you said about the readiness. I wasn't there at that clinic, but that is powerful to be ready and uh, for those watch out for those thorns. And yes. the Bible talks throughout so many places about the thorns and and I love and also too in Luke eight fourteen. Mm-hmm. The seed that fell among the thorns stand for those who hear, but as they go on their yeah. way, they are choked by life's worries, yes. riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. So there's a lot of seeds that God has placed in our heart, in our life, in ministry, and family, uh, but they're being choked by those attitudes that he's talked about, those little things in Man, our lives and, and the things that we hold on to, uh, that chip on our shoulder, the things just are thorns. And, and right. And, and man, I love what you went to, the, the thorn on the side. Again. So this is Paul mm-hmm. who, who went through shipwreck. <laughs> yeah. Who went to, got beat, you know, to with the inch of his life, literally. You know, I mean, man, he was left out in the open water. And he's he knows, no, it ain't those things I'm worried about. It's this little thorn on my side, you know. And it's those little tiny things, man. And, and it was, mm-hmm. it's crazy, bro. Like, I remember one time, bro, we're getting ready for, for, for a conference. And I, I, again, I'm ready to go, man. And, 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 and man, somebody said something, out, you know, out of turn. And bro, I mean, it just flipped my lid. I'm yeah. like, what? I'm ready to go home. I don't want to be here. <laughs> True, and, yeah. And it's yeah. crazy. I yeah. mean, just in the flip of a switch, bro. Like, man, I'm, you know, like I'm done. And I really did go home, bro. I went home, didn't come back, you know. Uh, and all because yeah. of a little rock, man. I don't care who the rock is. I don't. Yeah. I don't care what the name is on the rock. Yeah. We. I. Sh- I know better. I know better. I. I, I should have walked out of the, the house with my shoes uh, uh, put on. More rightly, you know, mm-hmm. like that's up to me. I can't help what people do to me, but I can definitely help the way that I respond to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so, man, bro, like realizing this, stuff, it, it made so much sense, bro. And whoo, boy, yeah. ever since God just turned the light off for me, I've had to deal with it, bro. Because believe me, man, when I finally caught and caught on now, now it's like I'm bobbing and weaving like, uh-uh, nope, nope. I'm not letting that get, get to me, you know. So, you know, but I wanted to share yeah, that with you and, and with the extended family because, you know, I, I'm I'm just I my guess is I'm not the only one dealing with the little rocks. My guess is you're not the only one with the thorn. Yeah, it's th- the thorns and and they're so real. Those are little things. We're kind of putting put, yeah. putting it. A lot of times our thorns becomes so they're so there because that's who we are. That's how we react. That's yeah. just my personality, and we justify it and we treat our thorns like little pets. It's, you know, like we hold Ooh, so so sacred come on. that people try to call us out on our thorns and we don't want to deal with it and trim it. And then we don't realize we're suffocating the things that God wants to grow in us. Man, brother, that, that's a whole nother show, bro. Justification, huh? Mm-hmm. How we try to justify, you know, and we're so double standard, man. Like, you know, we, we want to go ahead and justify ourselves with certain things that we would never accept from anybody else. You know, if somebody else tried to use the same excuses, oh, there's no way we'd accept it. But. You know, but man, this is this was good, brother. This is good. Thank you for for uh, indulging me. You know, and and on on this thing that I, I've really I, I've really applied, brother, and it's helped my walk so much. I mean, the clinic was just a few days ago, bro. Yes, and, and I'm I'm man, my my feet are feeling a whole lot better, brother. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Stubbed, yeah, yeah. That's so man, say. praise God, brother. Well, I think that was a great way for 
uh, to 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 wrap up a, a, a loaded show, brother. Another one, brother. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, powerful. Uh, just always be ready. Always be ready. And we want to be ready to just uh, take those next steps in our life. And yes. I, that's a great challenging word for me. Uh, thank you again for joining us. And get the word out. Like, share, and subscribe. And we look forward to you joining us next week. And Lodo. Amen. You know, again, yes, like Phil said, join us next week. And for the rest of this month, we had a great month, month of love uh, in February. We're looking forward, man, to some uh, a lot of healthy stuff. Uh, yes, that includes healthy eating, living. So I can't wait to re- bring our guests in for this month's coming up, brother. Yeah. Great show. <laughs> love y'all. Lord bless. You've been listening to Overflow, the extended conversation, obliterating social norms, and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Overflow EXT. Lord bless, and we'll see you next time on Overflow, the extended conversation.